Welcome to the Buyers Club. Today we sit down with Darlene Demarizi, aka D Nasty. You might have seen her on Vice as D on the Streets. She's an incredible Instagram personality. A little bit about this episode. D drops some knowledge about getting into the entertainment industry. She talks about her time on J Balvin's music video. And then we even get the scoop on how she got to star in the HBO film Della Mio. Let me tell you, the girls are forced to be reckoned with. I've known her for a long time back in my retail days. So now getting into it, I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as we did. We have a super special guest right now. Her name is D Nasty. At least she goes by D Nasty. But um, I What's call not her given name. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I looked you up on IMDb. <laughs> I did my research. <laughs> yeah, but 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 I'm super pumped to have you just because, you know, I've known you for ten, what, fifteen years? Nah, not not fifteen years, but like, like maybe twelve years. Yeah, we we started back at you know Levi's. We're both retail fucking warriors. Back in the dizzle. Yeah. And you're out here. You're just doing your thing. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. This wine is really cute. I love this Pinot Gris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, I'm feeling good. I'm happy to be here. And I'm proud of you. Congratulations on the pad. Well, thank you. The thank pad. you. Thank you. <laughs> the pod. <laughs> the pad. <laughs> the pad. No, but to get down into she the- You avoided a murder on her way here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To get down to the obvious. <laughs> She was just telling us that she avoided a murder. Well, I don't know if I avoided it. I was far enough away from it. And this is weird, right? You're alive. I'm alive. <laughs> um, oh, that's what you meant. I don't know if the other ones are not. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you avoided the murder. They didn't avoid murder. <laughs> well, I was in a cab on my way over here. And yeah. um, I, we was at a red light. And the Uber's like, yo, look at these people fighting. And there was a, a car, you know, across from us. Yeah. And it was also at a red light, I believe. And they were like... There was a guy outside of the car arguing with the dude. And um, we're just looking at it, and all of a sudden you hear pop, and the dude falls to the floor. No one helps the guy. We're like too far to help. What what kind of gun? <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of gun do you think he had? Because it, it sounded very It was just a pop. It sounded very light, you know? Like, but, not, not you know? Listen, I'm a bronze, but I don't know guns like an AK, my man. I don't know. <laughs> it was probably a Western. It was probably a Western. But, <laughs> but 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 I just want to clarify, I don't even live in the hood, so I'm not even sure. I've never witnessed a crime in my neighborhood. That's so what I'm saying. This is such a nice like neighborhood. I wasn't expecting to yeah. I was like, yo, Queens gets gully like this? Chris, Chris thinks differently. Chris is used to, you know, Connecticut. Dude, He's I out here. Williamsburg. East Williamsburg. <laughs> Connecticut. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Connecticut. Connecticut. My parents are from Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connecticut. Okay. I use it on the weekends. Okay. You got it in your blurred. Uh, yeah, bro. yeah. Bro. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I do. No, but I- I'm glad you're safe. And, you know, the reason we had you on is because I've been watching you from afar. And obviously, that sounds a little creepy. <laughs> Binoculars out here. I'm wa- yeah, I'm, I'm watching you on Instagram and I'm like, yo, she's fucking killing it. And I remember this girl. I remember we were at Levi's. We were out here. We were just kind of chilling, folding jeans, Smoke like weed. smoking weed. There's a lot of fake yeah. folding going on. Makes yeah. it look like you're very busy in retail. Yeah, very busy cool. all the time. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy because we were also really young, you know, obviously. We sold a lot of money. Like, we sold a lot of jeans. I'm talking about. Cliff and I used to work. Push. Push jeans. Everyone needs money. 
we worked so we could work more. They don't even give us like fucking commission. We just worked so we could get more than four hours. It's so true. Back in the day, you wouldn't even get commission. That's a good point. You would just literally get more work. They'll be like, oh, you did a good job today. You know what? We're going to give you another shift tomorrow. And you're like, what? $9 an hour. Let's do it. You want to do a double? Later? $9 an hour. $9 an hour. But, you know, it it, it kind of, I think in a way, now that I'm looking back at it, I feel like it kind of prepped you for where you are now. Elaborate, sir. That, that, like, just takes the shit on you all the time? Is that what all it? No, no. Big big umbrella. Big umbrella. (laughs) What I mean by that is that I, I just feel like you were so good with customers. Yeah. We worked... Just to give you a little background, we worked in Times Square. We were around tons of tourists. Certainly not $9. I'm I'm talking about we worked. This was like, what year? Yo, I don't even know. 2000. I think it was like, it had to be like 2009. 2009, 2010, because I was still in high school when I first got the job. Yeah. I graduated in 2009. So it was 09, 010. Yeah, you were a little younger than me. I was out here. I was like trying to go to college, community college. Then I finally transferred. Yeah, I was. I was just. I was just trying to be a cop. I was just trying to be a cop. Who who would have thunk I would have ever ended up in fashion? But I think not about those Facebook posts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh uh, uh, yeah, but <laughs> but you know we we went from working overnights, then going to Taco Bell, and, and just like really acting the fools and Taco Bell and Port Authority. Port Authority. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so, a good. That's a good point. Exactly. Is it overnights because it's Times Square, or overnights because doing inventory or something? Sometimes it was overnight. Yeah, sometimes. For yeah. yeah, for inventory or like visual moves. Yeah, we did that crap too. Yeah, so so we were just out there looking like zombies folding, mm-hmm. and then at like what three o'clock in the morning, we yeah, would be like, we used to do like the six to two, five to two shift, and then we'd go to <laughs> yeah, yeah, and get the the five dollar crunch wrap box. Ooh. Or we used to go to Tootsie's. You remember Tootsie? I don't remember to- you don't Tootsie's. Remember Tootsie's. Yes, yes. Tootsie's was like the bougie thing, right? No, it like, wasn't. It was no? like a deli. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like it was pretty bougie. You could get like a little chicken wrap on whole wheat wrap, you know, okay, like. It was way better than Port Authority Taco Bell, yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's like, that is a very low bar to set. <laughs> I guess. It's very easy well, to we beat Port Authority Taco Bell. <laughs> we were making, I'm, I'm talking about, we were making $9. I grew up in the Bronx. She grew up in the Bronx. We like literally Taco Bell to me was like where it was at at the time. I was like, yo, I'll take my girl to, you know, Taco Bell. No, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) I almost had you guys though. I almost had you guys. But but what was your story? I'm just very curious. No, like, cause talking about fashion, I remember one day, because we had like a little crew going. It used to be me, Cliff, and and a friend of ours named Anton. And I remember one day I went to work and I dressed very basic. I still didn't know how to like put myself together yet. And one day I neither did I. Neither, neither we did young, I. You know? So I was like, let me try to do something completely out of the box, right? And in Levi's, you had to wear a layer. That was like a rule. 
You always have to wear something like layered up. <laughs> anyway, I decided to go for like a bohemian look one day and I had like these crazy converse and these green pads and this pink shirt. Yeah, it was popping though. It was no. popping. Real Brooklyn and shit. And <laughs> came up to me. He was like, so what possessed you to wear this outfit today? <laughs> <laughs> I, I said that? I said that? <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I don't know. Because you know when you be thinking you're killing it and then you go to work and there's mirrors all around you and I'm like, what the fuck am I wearing? Like I had like those like... I look like I, I hit like a beanie. You know, like like she's all that shit. <laughs> what do you call it? Happy pack. Like, I looked like a hippie, and it was not. It was. You, you know what they call yeah, that now? They call that bohemian chic. It was very bohemian chic, but for like Target. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Bohemian chic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> no, but I, honestly, nowadays you could do a lot with less. Yeah. Almost like almost like Ross for less. Well, I think everyone tries you know? hard when they're first into fashion. Yeah, absolutely. My first retail job in the city. My first suit I decided to pick out. Let me get the green cotton <laughs> suit because that's a great idea for you, buddy. <laughs> Come, coming off a really like a, a senior ten in your senior year you of college. You look like a green suit. You look like the look of the Irish. <laughs> I was like, I was like, very, very filled out one, not in the good ways either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but young pale blondie in the the hunter green cotton suit. Yeah, it was a great look with the double monks, no socks. What's the double monk? It's those uh, pilgrim looking shoes, the buckles. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I, I don't even know if you're allowed to say pilgrim anymore. So we got to be careful. No, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm totally joking. To I'm totally, I'm well, totally I mean, joking. Who you know the pilgrim? <laughs> pilgrims might be canceled, but their shoes are fine. I think. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I would say it's more like a Peaky Blinder kind of shoe. No. I no, feel like they, they didn't have bump bugs back then. Well, I never watched. I never watched the show, but I was. I was just thinking. Those are, those are um. Stu- never mind. They're bumps. Stu- <laughs> I just know him by the little hat. I don't know the shoe. He knows everything about every shoe. It's kind of crazy. No, but I didn't say that. He knows about monks. And, uh, I'm good to. Jesus I'm course. good at pretending. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a jack of all trades. I master would like to say, <laughs> master of none. Master no, no, he, he's a master of some. He's a master of some, but. Just, just to kind of get into the progression of your life, because mm-hmm. there's that like this, broad. yeah, yeah. There's this huge gap that I completely missed because yeah. we stopped working at Levi's. Friend, that's why. And I'm a shitty friend. Yeah. And you're a shitty friend. I guess equally. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're all shitty friends. <laughs> yeah, she's been hustling. But I, I've seen, I've seen you hosting things, and I've seen you. I call it the street correspondent. I don't know if that's actually that a, a term. It is. But, it be a but you're definitely a correspondent and you've you've done things for Vice and you've done things for other, you know, I guess news organizations like Telemundo. No, I'm joking. I'm, I'm totally joking. <laughs> oh, Telemundo the other day this time in the street. Like, you want to say something? I was like, nah. Really? Yeah, you passed like, it up? Yeah. My mom was with me. She was visiting. She's like, por que no le hiciste? I'm like, why did me and my mom text your, your mom, Your mom is a personality on her own. Oh, she's funny. Every time, I, I think, I think if I'm, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think she lives in Florida. She moved. She retired and moved to Florida. My dad moved to Florida. I think that that's where all the white people mm-hmm. and all the Dominicans retire. That's and Puerto Ricans too. All Puerto Ricans. They go to Tampa in Orlando. Yeah, Tampa. Yeah. Well, well also the Jewish whites. The Boca Ratones is the Jewish. The Boca well, Ratones the over here. Fort Lauderdale is like kind of there, and then Boca Raton is like got a little bit more paper. Got you. Mm. Yeah, but 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 I just I just think that. I could kind of see where you get it from because you do these like stories with her 
And I think it's, if I'm getting this correctly, it's you and her drinking somewhere in a club usually. I know. It, what? That was what? So my mom's actually not a big drinker at all. But I. But she looks cranked up. I'm I talking about like, woo! Hashtag woo. Light sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> she just, she has a, she's very lively, especially if she has like the attention on her. She does like to be like a clown and she's funny and. We definitely, like me and my brother and sister, we got to be yeah. there for sure. Um, but she's not really a big drinker. She's just one of those people that she could, you think she's drinking, but that's just her personality. Yeah, that's me too. But then you see me drinking and then yeah. you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's another notch that There's just went up. versions of you, but they yeah. both equally lit. Correct, correct. But <laughs> I, I just want to, I, I just kind of want to get a, get a glimpse for the audience. You know, people are watching this and they're like, yo, how can I? become a, a street correspondent. That doesn't really sound really? sexy. Know, so right? you know so what? I'm like in the street like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to introduce myself. Yeah, I yeah. Introduce yourself because clearly <laughs> this is our second episode. So I'm out here butchering things. Nah, I mean, you're right though. I do, I do yeah. street correspondence for advice. Um, I did it once for Pornhub, too. What? Yeah. Tell us about that. I did. Uh, what? <laughs> on the street, what? I went to Tony Pennington. How'd you like that, sir? <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, wait. So so how do you get recruited by Pornhub? Well. Are you sure you want to ask that? <laughs> I used, when I was still working at Vice, I kind of knew somebody who worked for Pornhub, like behind the scenes, not a, a porn star or anything. And he kind of gave me the interest for the first annual Pornhub Awards. He was like, there's going to be, like, Kanye West is making an appearance. He's, like, creative directing it, and it's going to be dope. You should try to get advice to cover it. And I'm like, they didn't cover it. He's like, just pitch it. Um, and it's in LA or whatever. It's nice. It's cool, but, like, it was a whole thing. So what so, goes like, into a pitch a as well? Is you have a meeting where you can, if you're cool enough with the person, you just talk to your boss, and he's like, hey, I have this idea. I think it's great. Or it's like, okay. I mean, I guess it's news. Like, if you're a journalist, you're like, I have a scoop. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, if it's something very elaborate, I'll make a deck. But for that, because literally, I think the awards was probably like on a Wednesday. It was Monday night. And okay. I was in New York. Very and last I was minute. In LA. Like, yeah. This needs to happen or it's not. So I'm like, yo, they got the award show. They got it in. And they want me there anyway. So we doing this or not. And they're like, if you could come up with something cool to do it, then do it. So I basically did one of like my D on the street stuff. Oh. And I, but I did it at the award show. And then <clears throat> the third annual Pornhub Awards was this past December and um, they were doing everything on like remotely and just, yeah. you know, whatever, because of the pandemic. So they had me do it on the street again. And I just went and asking, ask people questions about like their favorite position. And, and, and do you, do you get to like attend the award show or? Yeah. Well, the first one I did, the third one was all, you know, online because of this fucking shit. Yeah, do, 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 yeah. yeah. Do they air this? Like, cause I've never yeah. on pornhub.com. Yeah. That's you see, I, I don't go that. on that website, so I'm <laughs> never. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a. In the other room, man. You can, you oh, can, you can, oh. can <laughs> No, I, I, I just like, what kind of awards would they even give? You know what? You got like, watch any of the Twitter or anything? No. Best no job, best anal, best. What? Yeah, and like, they get awards. It's they, porn yeah, hub. What do you think? The best ideas? No, they're. That's pretty crazy. Best but, plot line. Yeah. But best yeah, plot. is there anyone that wins? Artistic uh, direction. Correct. Yeah. Is there anyone that wins any type of yeah, like actually, artistic awards? Yeah, you know, actually, like for. Because um, I remember the first annual one, the first one that I did. Uh, young MA won an award because she was the director for this like lesbian. She would like she would be a great director. I feel she was great, and everyone who saw it, I didn't see it. 
Did I see it? I you probably see it. it. Yeah. I saw some of it. It was Honey Gold and some other people. Um, <laughs> but it was really good because a lot of lesbians were like, this is porn for lesbians. Like, I feel like a lot of, they were saying like, girl and girl porn is as, mostly as a for, for men, men, right? Yeah. But this was for women and it was, it was good. Yeah. I, I mean, I would imagine. I, I feel like she would be very good at that. Like, if she ever wanted a second career, I feel like that yeah, would that would be it. it. Like a porn. Well, is it direct? Did she make a ton of money off of uh, sex toys? Oh, I, I'm not sure. That I'm sounds pretty, like a problem. Sure this would be when I wish I had, I you know, some type of. Steal those, but <laughs> it could be cap. It could be cap. Pretty sure she sponsors a big company. I, that makes sense. That would make sense. But that she also sense. has bars, so it's also that. She who got bars, baby. It's, love it. I'm <laughs> a big fan, actually, but uh, Cliff doesn't really like it. No, I, I I love her one hit song. I like how he puts me on the spot. Like yeah. Cliff does, like Cliff <laughs> Cliff doesn't fuck with it. But you know, I I do like that n- number one hit that she had. Like no 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 no. That's Bobby Schmurder. Wow, what is wow. The song again? He's singing it. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. no, I know, you, I know the Bobby Schmurder one, but what's the? No no no. That's ooh. that's ooh yeah. It but does sound like Bobby <laughs> Schmurder. <laughs> well, it's. I, I feel like we. Smurred in my head. Well, no, yeah. Not, like, over, over, like, it all sounds so stupid, right? Yeah, Yo, but we also gotta point out that Bobby Schmurder just came out of prison. Wonderful. You know, and he he didn't snitch on anyone. It was great. I'm not. A lot has changed since he's uh, been away. Yeah. It's the sound. It's the sound uh, that he was, you know, pioneering is not really the sound that's going around right now. He's going to have a little bit of trouble, I think, coming out with music. Mm. I think he'll be all right, though, because I think like everybody's he'll be all right. been so excited for him and so anticipated oh. that he could put literally the same song again. That that was every joke on YouTube was like the, him in uh, him in the studio making the song and it's the uh, the remix of Computers. It's the same shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Computers was a fucking pop. It though. did bang. I've been playing that shit on New Year's with my Dominican ex I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big Schmurda fan, but I gotta be careful playing it because people are like, this kid is playing this song on this fucking guy. Yo, that's that's literally the first song he plays when I walk I into his apartment. Like, <laughs> swear, <laughs> swear to God, yo. He's like, yo, this kid from the Bronx is uh, here. Boom. My hat came down. <laughs> <laughs> Saggy pants a little bit, torso got what, what, what type of music are you into in general, though? Like, get, get it. You you like bachata, right? Why you gotta be like that? No, no, I'm just queens and shit. I'm just asking because I love bachata. Bachata was my thing back in the day. I I like bachata. I like I really like them both a lot. Like Dem- Dominican reggaeton. It, it's very intense. I don't know if you've ever heard of them both. It's like doom 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 doom. Yes, 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 yes. Perhaps it's passing. crazy. I have uh, perhaps in passing. I've been, I've been with my friends to 165th Street clubs, uh, mm. clubs and, stuff, and yeah, it's been fun. She, she's actually pretty but impressed by us. She was no, like, mm. but have I been there? Yeah, Can of course. I take you to Dykeman? Nah. Oh, I've I been like pretty deep on the Fourth of July. Pretty deep, like 185th Street. I was at a, a club until like five on Fourth uh-huh. of July a couple years ago with Barrett. People with Barrett, there was there's a what's the name of that? Uh, I, I cannot remember the name of it to be honest no. with you. I could definitely find out though from my friend that told Cliff he's not a real Dominican. So, what are your thoughts? Oh, you I want to get him a phone call? You want to you wanna hear this story? I went to like someone's birthday party, I don't even remember because I blacked out from anger. Okay, so <laughs> the one true. the one thing that's always been going on in my life is people always say, Yo, you ain't even a real Dominican. I'm like. 
Damn. Why? Because I don't have little white socks and shit. No. His argument. I don't have, yeah, I have no socks. So I I feel like that would. His argument was. Make me, yeah, pretty Dominican, right? Was born here. So it doesn't count. Whereas he was born in DR. The other dude? Yeah. So that guy so madly blacked out in it. No, 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 no. No, I I got really mad, but you know, I'm a I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I actually didn't do anything, but I was like pretty I was pretty I was pretty ticked off about it because like a year before that, prior to that, I went to uh the Dominican Republic with Jess, which that's my fiance, she's Italian. Mm -hmm. So we go there, and the first thing someone tries to do is like basically sell us like you know, go, go skydiving, go do all these things. Like, yeah, all the tourist shit. And I told them, no, I don't want to do it because at the time, I'm not exactly known for the hospitals. Yeah. I was, I was, (laughs) Jesus, I was, (laughs) I was, I was broke. So I was like, yo, I just barely got here. Like I got, I got both of us to the Dominican Republic. What we're going to do, we're going to tan at the beach because it's free. That's That's what I was saying. So it wasn't that I didn't want to do all the recreational shit. I, I was just like, yo, I don't have money for it. I'm trying to give people tips. I'm out here. I think I got $100 to my name. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tip everyone like 2 or $3. Well, to DR with $100? Nah, maybe maybe like 200 okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. But, but everything else was paid for. Okay. We were staying at the resort. Gotcha. So I wasn't, I wasn't really you trying to like... Honor. Yeah, I, I was in I was in Punta Cana, and we were on one of these resorts. Yeah, I've been there. So so as soon as I get there, we're like we're like I'm basically tipping everyone like ten bucks, fifteen bucks because they get me sauced up because yeah. it's all inclusive. And I'm like, and my girl's like, yo, you're spending way too much money. Like you need a you need to relax. And I'm like, yo, you know what? You're right. So then we finally, (laughs) yeah. So, so, so then we finally get to this guy and he's like, yo, pitching me this, pitching me that. And I'm like, nah, I'm just like, I ain't spending no more money. No. And he's like, you're not even a real Dominican. So that was my trigger going into that bar. I was like, I, yeah. All all I did was kind of like, yeah, kind of visualize that guy. And his friend was like living, the guy was living within his friend and he was like, you're not a real Dominican. And he told me to my face like two minutes was, into the- It was really my fault because I introduced you. This is my boy Cliff. He's like, he's a true in my head drunk me. He was like, oh, let me let them both know that they're both from DR. So maybe that'd be like- <laughs> Was his name Cliff too? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, my homie Cliff, I'm not gonna name his name, like, oh, uh, no. but- and then, then he comes up with that because he's like, why would you? It's really my fault for adding that on as a thing. Like, it's the white man, you know? Hey man, I, I'm taking full <laughs> responsibility for this. I am. It's a lot of the stuff's my fault. It's fine. It's okay. I acknowledge my privilege. But what do people expect when you say, you know, you're not a real Dominican? What do you want? They want you to pull out a platinum and a do cut. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that shit. I've got, like, I've heard weird shit like that too before where it's like, oh, like. Wait, wait. People don't say you're. Because. You kind of like from a, a, a glance, you kind of look like Arabic or yeah, Egyptian. I mean, I, I'm mixed. You ever done a 23 and me? Yeah. I, I found out a lot of shit. I was like, oh, I'm that way. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you really like 
like the islands. You really feel at home, right? Yeah, everything's warm and shit. Like I looked yeah. up like where he, you know, my bloodline is from over there. Dominican, Greek, Albanian, yeah. and Greek. Good I'm, I'm throwing the yeah. place this okay. way. <laughs> so who's ever t- uh, who? Who's told you that you don't look Dominican? No one's ever really told me that I don't look Dominican. But I think it's you know we from New York, right? Yeah. Even like going back to our Levi days, we've always been around a lot of different people. And right. Actually, right. like before, before we were on camera, we were talking about like that was one of our best jobs for me personally. One of my favorite jobs because for the people, not the job, though. Just for my experience, right? Because when I was in high school and before that, like, I was in the hood in the South Bronx. So, like, I never even had, like, a white friend or a white classmate. Mm. Like, the reason why I'm half white was because my father was a super. So. Mm, <laughs> I love that. I don't even know if Albanian is that way. But whatever. It's a different type of way. Um, like, chain smoking boxing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah. So, I... You know, had my little part-time jobs and shit and had my world in the Bronx. And it wasn't until I started working in Levi's that I started having friends that were like, you know, a Russian dude from fucking Brooklyn and a white chick from Long Island. Like, I had a lot of different friends. Retail does help you meet a lot of different people. Yeah, it, it broadened my horizons. It opened my eyes for a lot of different things. And that's why I appreciated it. So I feel like, especially like when it comes to certain songs that are like music taste, yeah. people are like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'll be listening to some weird like electronic or EDM. Yeah, same, same, same here. So yeah. more so in my music taste have I gotten like, what the fuck is this? You sure you're Dominican? But I'm lucky enough that I have people around me that they're open-minded. Yeah, you were you you were exposed to a lot. I yeah. mean, you do have a movie about the DR on HBO. I do. So, and it was pretty sick. Place in the it got guys. scooped up by HBO Now very recently. Yes, it did. Congratulations. Thank very you. cool. Great review on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it does have a pretty good review. And okay. Ryan Tomatoes is pretty ruthless, is in my opinion. 100% on Ryan Tomatoes. I'll give that one. I'll turn the vote in. It was me. I voted. <laughs> it was me. I voted before this interview. Right. I was like, yeah, right. let me Six give us the loves. We're good to go, baby. <laughs> no, I, I, Thank you, I, I did take a glimpse of that movie. It's called Delo Mio, right? Yes. And um, I, I really did feel that like it reminded me of the time that I went to DR when I was like 14. Yeah. I was, not, I was gonna say not Punta Cana. No, okay. not Punta Cana. I was I was one year I was actually scolded by my mom and she sent me to DR so that my grandparents could beat me. So you are a real Dominican. Yeah, I guess. From 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 like, you know, 14, I had a three-month stint that I really truly learned Spanish. But gotcha. I feel like it was very applicable for Dominicans that have been to DR and it it felt, it felt really true to what really happens out there. And I feel like the, you know, the architecture and all that stuff, it really gave it to you. So. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like the writer and the director, she had, she definitely had what she wanted in mind and she, you know, I do mostly comedy, right? And and my co-star as well, Sasha. Like, we're comedians and we do funny shit on Instagram. So we yeah. thought it was going to be a fucking comedy. And I'm like, I barely read serious. the script. I'm saying, sort of like it's that. mad serious. I'm like, damn, we're going to get mad sad in the script. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the farewell, but in DR. Yeah. yeah, basically, kind of, you know? Thank you. But, um, yeah, so it's pretty serious. And, like, the one takeaway that I was saying is, like, the cinematography is really beautiful. Yeah. And, there are um, some like gorgeous shots of just DR and like the yeah, stuff going around. Because around DR itself is supposed to be kind of like another character to be, 
you know, it's a yeah. all-star. So that's, you know, I think that's a main takeaway. It does feel like nostalgic. So was it like your first time on screen, like with a, in a movie oh, okay. type setting? Oh, cinema? That was yeah. the, <clears throat> the second time. I had done like a short film before mm. college, like a friend who was doing like their college yeah. thing. Um, but that was like the first like real thing. And, and you, and you, like, what do you prefer to do? Because obviously comedy is your bread and butter. Yeah, like the main, the end goal is I want to be a comedic actress. I want to do funny movies. Okay. Um, And I've done stand-up here and there. Like I wouldn't, I don't go as far as calling myself like a stand-up comedian, even though I've done it a hand, more than a handful of times. But like real stand-up comedians, and I'm friends with a lot of them, they yeah. there every night. They do like- They're grinding. Yeah. I- Felt like right before the pandemic, I was getting to that point. I even had a monthly show called San Cocho, and we would have like a whole bunch of different, you know, comedians come through and just do their thing. And it was great. Yeah. And as soon as I was really getting my momentum, the pandemic hit, all comedy clubs like closed yeah. up. So I'm trying to get back into it. I actually had a show like maybe two, three weeks ago. I completely bombed. That shit was embarrassing. <laughs> um, what 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 is the emotions that go through when you bomb? I would have died. How many minutes of material do you need? Because I, I have some friends that are like uh, burgeoning comedians and they're talking about stand up and about like in order to get even to 10 minutes of actual comedy, like that is so much fucking material. To do open mics, you need at least three. And to really do a show, you need a tight five. You need five minutes. A tight five. A good yeah, five minutes five. of great comedy. Yeah. And you, you, you'd be surprised how how hard it is to get a tight five. Well, of course. Very difficult. So is, your, is your comedy more like, as far as stand-up, I know there's obviously tons of different kinds. Are you more of a conversationalist? Are you like, I'm telling you a story that could be bullshit, it could be real, but it's a funny story. Am I making quips to involve the audience? Like, what sort of vibe are you going So, for? when you're doing quips to involve the audience, it really is about, like, your mood that day. And right. I like to roast people, so it depends on how I'm feeling. So, like, I'll see some crazy shit, I'm like, oh, shit, look at this motherfucker right here. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I think like when you're super, when you're first starting out, it's just going by the script. Mm. You're so nervous. You're like, let me just do that. Like my whole process before I would get up on stage back like two years ago would be, I have to do my set five times. It's a little OCD, right? I have to do my set five times. What, like in front of the mirror or? At home. Okay. Yeah. Not smart. in front of the mirror because I try myself out looking at myself. You're supposed to make like, them laugh. That's what's laughing at you. Yeah. Man. I'll just do it standing up in my, in my, my apartment and do it um sometimes if i had a friend i'll do it for them um so i'll do it at least five times sometimes more and then i'll get on stage and then go for it but i feel that things have changed a lot in these past two years people's sense of humor is a little different how so um i mean like i made the joke about like you know like dogs are retarded wolves Technically speaking, you're not wrong. We we did. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You you took uh, wolves and you bred specifically the dumbest ones that were the most docile to make more docile things. And they could be a little friend that loves you unconditionally. It's fucked up. up. Yeah, but you look at it macro. It's pretty fucked up. So So I did a joke. 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 Thank you, but I did it in Williamsburg. Everybody got three dogs. Yeah, yeah. Especially post pandemic, they probably bought three of them. Exactly. They're like, I have nothing to do. Let me get a dog and let it shit all over Soho. Yeah, yeah. so it wasn't. I think, like, <laughs> I, I think that the reason why I bombed was I was a little nervous, but also because I, I didn't completely bomb. I did some of my own material and I got laughed. So I was like, I know there's certain things that I could always say, and so it's going to get a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right. But then, like, I was trying out my new material, and I guess I came out meaner from the pandemic because I was like, 
you know, nobody likes old people. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, you were feeling it. You were feeling it. Yeah, you were feeling it. Dark humor, though. Love it, it was dark, but Love the, dark the crowd humor. was not dark. Like they were looking at me like, because the whole the old people shape goes from the dogs. Like you know, we need to stop having like fur babies and have real babies. Because who's gonna take care of you when you're right, old? Right. Nobody likes old people. Blah blah blah. Like, nobody was fucking with the gym. But 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 that same material could probably crush somewhere else. Technically, sure. right? Sure. In the audience and sure. also like who you're showing it to and the time. So so how many times would you like for your process? Would you test out the material with different? Crowds. Oh, I'm gonna do this again. Like you'll you'll do it until it works, or I'm do it until it works. I mean, those are good okay. crowds. I, yeah, I those. or at least I think conceptually, I'd fucking find them. You got the you got the check from Chris. Well, I mean, Thanks. my favorite humor is like uh, what we do in the shadows type, super dark, in Bruges type. Yeah, I heard that was. I, I need to watch that show. I heard oh, it's, it's really good. phenomenal. Have you seen In Bruges before? No. Yeah. Oh, good I, dark dark comedy. I don't even know what in Bruges is. is I'm not gonna dark comedy. No. <laughs> There's a whole part where these um, these guys sitting outside a clock tower, and the American tourists come up, and they're like, they're bigger, bigger people, and they're coming up, and the guys looking at them, and they're like, he's like, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, hey, how do we get up to the clock tower? He's like, you guys are gonna walk up this clock tower, and they're like, yeah, of course we are. And he's like. You're not gonna make it. Yeah, like, what do you mean you're not gonna make it? He's like, well, you're, you're fucking elephants. Like, oh, like Scots so, or some shit, or like, big fat Americans. Oh. And the guy's British, and he's like, you ain't making up that fucking thing. Like, he he does they, like. They, they what is that? Effects? No, it's just in Bruce. Just a movie. It's on oh, it's HBO, I think. Yeah. Okay. HBO. Yeah. yeah. I fuck with that dark humor shit, and I think like it's missing. I think because lately, so many things are so super PC and super safe that I wanted to do that. Like, yeah. I know I'm not supposed to say it's hard. Well, but I want to say. Yeah, I, I I think there I think there's a point. Can bleep it if y'all want. It's been it's been we're we're not bleeping anything here. Okay. But you know, I I just feel like there's a point that everyone's gotten a little bit too sensitive about too many things, and I think that the, comedy, the whole yeah idea is to the the laugh exactly. The one thing about comedy is that I feel like that's the one place that if you could back up your jokes. You should be able to say anything as long as it's funny. Yeah. As long as it's funny, and and it and if someone, yeah, and if someone wants to leave, they can leave, and, and you know, and then you can roast them while they're leaving. Exactly. You know, Bye-bye. but I, I'm not, I'm not that skilled yet. So that's why, like, when people ask me, like, you know, oh, you're a comedian. Like, I thank them for saying that, but I, I think I'm more of a comedic actress, or I'm, I'm an entertainer. Like, yeah, fashion, you're funny as fuck. Like, thank you. You, you've always been that person that finds hilarious things in the most awkward you're situations. Good, you're a good person yeah. at work retail with that. Like, oh yeah. my God. It was amazing. Cause I'm, I'm talking about, we would literally have something every single shift. Yeah. That's why, you know, that, that's why I think she, she, she always stood out to me, you know? And then when, when I found out that she was like doing all of this, I was like, yo, I knew like this is not even a surprise, you know? So so it's something that like I think if you could ever see, you know, someone doing something that's naturally comes to them, I think they should always go with their guts because this is a good example of someone. You're just like, oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. You gotta push for what is coming naturally to you. And you need to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. I'm never gonna be a mathematician. <laughs> you know, I'm, not I'm, not good at math. you know I, I'm I'm not 
I'm but now we got calculators. We pull out in our pockets at all times. Absolutely. As our lying ass teacher said, you're never gonna have a calculator in your pocket, but He's you better learn your timetables. And like, bitch, I can fucking solve algebra equations on this thing. We got mm-hmm. better calculators than yeah, stupid I got, I yellow got, shit. I got Wilfram Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then you had the Texas Instruments well, that you buy that yeah, T eighty nine for like two hundred bucks for high school. You're like, really? Yeah, the I thing. They used to buy these. Violate. Sixty dollar thumb drive for five hundred twelve megabytes of storage. Like sick, dude. I never even bought that. I don't even know what that is. Oh, I, I was like, bruises. He's out here. He's out here just naming a bunch of shit that wasn't in the Bronx, you know. <laughs> no, but I'm back at school ass and sit down. <laughs> I, I I just feel like if if you didn't get into this, is there anything else that you would have kind of like? went into yeah and what is it it's so sad because i feel like i really could have done this but we didn't have there's many there's two things that i would have loved to do if it wasn't acting i would have loved to run do track and field you could still run at- i run all the time i ran yesterday I ran okay but um my back's fucked up but um you need to get the hokas Thank you. I'll yeah, send me, send me that. I'll send you. I'll send you a link because honestly, yeah, you be running. No free plugs. What are you doing? Every you're right, but they're they're amazing. Okay, they're, they're like basically you know cushions for your feet, and they they'll fix your back and stuff. So you you wanted to be a marathoner or ultra like runner? Like, oh, like if I could have, I would have ran track. And like I, my gym teacher knew it too. I remember we didn't have that, even though we had a track at my school, we just didn't have a teacher. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. He wasn't there. It was all fucked up and like yeah. Um, but he did try to like push me to go to a different school and he gave me like a like a form to sign so that I could do the after school program in the other okay, school. Cool. But then I got a job and I was working with Knox. So mm. if it wasn't track, then this sounds mad nerdy and whatever, but I would have loved to be like like a mute like a, an excavator, like an anthropologist or like an archaeologist. Like, yeah, I would have loved like to Indiana like Indiana Jones. Absolutely. Uncovering bones like and shit. Find robbing treasures. Yeah. Like you're into dinosaurs and shit? Or? I like mummy. I like history. That's my uh-huh. so My dream would be Indiana Jones as well. Yeah, tra- yeah, a fucking treasure hunting. Yeah, but he would he would do yeah, it for the fits. He would do it like to wear the hat. Yeah, I get to wear a man bag and a sick hat. And yeah. Normal? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he looks like Indiana Jones. like I But, but with more drip. With more drip, yeah. Harrison Ford is a beautiful man. I have met how Very briefly, it? when I used to work after Levi's, I started work two jobs after Levi's. I was working in a hotel, and he checked me. Oh, so said, Here's your key. And, <laughs> did, <laughs> you're not allowed to say anything to like famous people, you can, pe- you can? Uh, but I, I don't think at the time I really give a shit. It's also just mm. Every time I've seen anyone cool in New York, I've never been like, Go get a picture with them. Exactly. I mean, that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. yeah. I once, I remember I was in Soho a few years back and I saw Courtney Cox walking on the block and there were some tourists. They got so open and I could just see the annoyance in the face. Yeah. The only time I seen Kanye, he was getting mobbed by people. And so I was just looking at him and I was like, I saw Kanye, it's fine. I'm not going to run across Mercer Street. What? And be like, hey, buddy, <laughs> I love graduation. Yeah, so did everybody, dude. Like, yeah. uh. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think, I think the only person that I, I don't think I've ever told anybody that I was like a big fan, but you know, you appreciate them. I mean, you've looked at them from afar. 
<laughs> as you should. <laughs> oh, actually, no, I did do it recently. So I did a video. I was like kind of like an extra in a video, but a little bit more than an extra. I was in the Jay Balvin video. Oh, oh yes. We, yeah. yeah. That was coming up because oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a I'm I'm a huge fan of Jay Balvin. Yeah. It's it's like my most Dominican side. Oh, for real? Just I because I like we 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 put it on all the time and and we're just like basically mm, mm, the song mm, is good mm. too like not yeah. saying it because i'm in the video because i don't get like no residuals but the song so, is fucking dope so you don't get residuals we're gonna put that okay we're gonna put that on paper good to know good. <laughs> <laughs> but no but Gersh? i was very Gersh. happy to meet Sign him this woman. i was very happy to meet him and i was like think, but you know it's a song of him and skrillex and yeah. i went through a very big edm phase so so but, but you like i let the skrillex and i like this like I, I, I know you. And what would the, he hit you back? He's like, that. now he follows me on Twitter. Oh, there you go. Gave me a your, your Twitter, your Twitter is popping. But I want to get back to this video really okay. quickly because how do you become an extra in a music video asking for a friend, aka me? I want to okay. know how you get on a music video. Well, it's so crazy. Other than shaking your ass, because you didn't shake your ass in the video. I'm not gonna shake my ass in the music video. Good cheekbones, bro. Yeah, I, how dare you? I got good cheekbones. I got good. I got good cheekbones. <laughs> you got good cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Well, it's funny because it's, it really sometimes is just about like networking and knowing people, and then they know what you do, so they reach out to you when they need you. Like that's the one piece of advice, especially if you want to get into the entertainment industry. Networking is super important because a lot of the time, like let's say you're a casting director, right? You, this is your job, and you might love your job, but you got eight hours and you want to go home. Right. Who the fuck can play those receptions that I know? You don't sometimes want to do the whole the homework, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, which is kind of fucked up, but it's true. So it just so happened that the casting director of this video, I believe, was a friend of the director of Delomia. Oh. And they and he reached out to me. But it could have also been because you were perfect for the role, too, right? That was great. Because I felt I felt like you really convinced me that you were a receptionist for a quick right. sec. I was like, yo, she's worked phones before. Like, <laughs> you're like, I did. When you worked in a hotel, obviously. But yeah, like, did you get to like go to any after parties or? Well, or, um, I obviously you don't got to state anything. The but. assistant director, he asked me to stay a little longer. It was early in the day, my, sh- my, my shift. I was there like at, a, I don't know, maybe 12. Oh, yeah, I feel like you do music videos at like 1 a.m. They went on all day. So after I finished, I was literally wrapped within two hours, less than two hours. And then the assistant director of the video asked me to stick around if I wanted okay. to. And um, I did stick around a day. I was actually, I did shake my ass a little bit. But you know, you, oh, you did? You could see my hand and like my, a little bit of my face, like this much of my face. So they were like, all right. The TVs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so was it like, all right, you finish your secretary cut? Now we're gonna have you shaking your ass. These days, okay? They just yeah, executive assistance. You're right. I apologize. Secretary is yeah, it's an assistant. Secretary like like pilgrim. That's outrage right there. That's outrage. (laughs) 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 And ambrosia. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I had a good rapport with the assistant director. He was like, "If you want to stick around, stick around." And I knew that I never saw it happen, and it's not in the video. But there was apparently a dude. Who was on a what do you call those things that you fly? Jetpacks? Jet what? It was a dude. 
Like a real jet. It was a man. I didn't. I don't he's recall not, seeing. He's not in the video. His name was James Bond. He's I, not in. His name was Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom Connery. Yeah. So did he like bring his jetpack on his own accord a, a, a or? Scene. I don't. I don't know what happened because I didn't see the rest of the day because I actually I'm a very busy woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a. I and I also like just didn't want to be in trouble. Like I did my thing and I took right. off a little bit. Didn't want to be a it, the, the, the shoot was in Staten Island. Oh. Yeah. Oof. It's like, a place New Jersey looks down on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting for this moment to say that. I swear to God. It's a different world out there. Yeah. It's there's there's world. there's really no buses, no trains. Yo. Like you basically gotta either have a car or be a track yeah. star, you know? It was like my experience because basically I got dropped off and my boyfriend took me and then they were going to supply like the shuttle to come back, but I think there was just one shuttle at the end of the day, and my shit was done early. And even though they asked me to stay, I still left early. So I was like, I'll figure it out. So I took a cab to the nearest bus, and then that bus was supposed to take me to an express bus into the city. So because I decided not to wait for the shuttle bus, uh, their shuttle bus. So I take this cab or whatever to this express bus, and I felt like a whore. Right, because I had a <laughs> like I felt like a long tour in the middle of the day. Because I had like, this ponytail, this makeup, and these tight clothes or whatever, and I had a luggage. Because I did my own hair and makeup and wardrobe thing. Because it was just a small gig. I just did it because it was Jade. It was a small gig. That's fucked up. It's a big gig, but a small a gig, gig, yeah. But but your your part was like small short role and a big gig. Thank you. But a big so, gig for you. It was a big gig. Fire on big, resume, of course. It was a big gig, yeah. So I just. I, f- I lost my channel size. Hi. I was like, oh, the shit, nobody. It was just, you know, like, it was like a quick thing. And I was like, let me go because I had something to do the next day. I had a deadline. So when I'm trying to get home, I'm waiting on this bus. I'm with this luggage, these heels, his hair, whatever. And I just fell, like, over the top. And I'm waiting for the bus, waiting for the bus. And I think, like, 45 minutes. I'm like, oh, like, where the bus at? I'm looking online and it's like checking up, like the express bus schedule is telling me to check in 45, like a few minutes. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they didn't let you express the Uber? Nah, that's what oh I'm saying. That's God. what I meant to say, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a yeah. gig. Yeah, I had to hair make, you know what fair, I mean? Fair, fair, fair. It was. But you were in the beginning. No, but it's dope as hell. Yeah, you were in the beginning. Yeah, you were you were in the beginning. I felt like I was out like in the sticks because I found a Dunkin' Donuts. I'm here with my little like, his whore bag and hair and shit. Yeah. And this guy looked like a real, like, he looked like he was, like, from North Carolina. He had, like, a trucker's hat. He was like, what's going on, pretty lady? I'm he had a pickup truck? Not New York. Yeah, because, I don't know. He looked like he had a fucking pickup truck. Um, But long story short, I had to take a fucking cab to the city. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that you hitchhiked. No. I swear to God, I was like, I was like, why would you ever get in that pickup truck? But I went different story. Yeah, I went through a near death experience. So, so it's, it's very interesting to see that you've done music videos. Obviously, you gave me the blueprint to do a music video right now. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, like wh- what else what else have you kind of gotten uh, like bombarded with or like stumbled upon in in the sense of like just knowing people because that's that's something that's yeah how'd you get in blue buds yeah um so the girl the casting director, <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people. um the girl who is the casting director for blue blood she grew up 
in the old block that I used to live in when I was a kid. And she was friends with my brother. My brother's best friend was also in like the acting and entertainment world. So she knew that I was acting and stuff. And I think she had seen a couple of the stuff that I had done like for nice and shit. So she was like, yeah, are you interested? But I didn't just get it. Like I auditioned twice. I went for the first time, got a call back. Um, and that's how I did that. But I think like, it sounds like the shit just be mad easy, but my advice for anyone who's ever trying to get shit done Respond to your DMs on Instagram. Like, I started doing everything that I'm doing because of Instagram, quite frankly. Like, even before Instagram... It's LinkedIn, it's a dating app, it's it's everything. It's a resume, yeah. Like, you know, I've always wanted to be in the entertainment industry. I've always wanted to act. I've always wanted to do comedy. And when I was working at the hotel, I saved a little money, and I got into acting classes. But I was always, like, in and out. I did a little improv, did a little acting, but... It wasn't a thing. And it wasn't until 2016 when Instagram released this video feature that I was like, I'm going to just be talking my shit. Like, yeah. more just to like fuck around, but also because I'm like, it's a platform. Let me just see where this takes me. And literally, it was before the algorithm changes and everything and things were popping off for a lot of people. And I started getting a lot of attention. And now that I look back, a lot of my shit is mad cringe, you know? <laughs> but like, it, it all say that about our old Instagram. Yeah, and I was like, a stupid little girl, you know? But but you put I, yourself out there. I put myself out there. And I also think that there was kind of like a kind of like, for lack of a better word, a thirst, especially for people that are like me, because on TV, when Latinos are represented, it's mostly like Central and Southern American or it's very typecasted. And there wasn't other like Cardi B kind of there wasn't really like a hood bitch talking shit. So right. we were very underrepresented. And I'm not even saying like I'm the hooded bitch, but there was just a different point of view that I was putting out there and people responded to it and it grew my fan base and I got a lot of opportunities because of it. Like Vice crept into my DMs. That's how I started to work for Vice. Really? The girl, the um, Diana, who directed the Romeo, crept into my DMs. That's how I did the movie. So I just said yes to a lot of things and was like, let me see where this will take me. And I always say this in every interview and every podcast, but my quote that I live by is leap and the net will appear. Ooh, yeah, ooh, that's poetry. Yes, it is. I you, make you, it up. I'd rather me. say, oh, <laughs> <laughs> better say, oh well, than what if. Exactly. So I was like, you know, I, I everything that I do, even if I feel like maybe I'm gonna do it, you know, I'm like, let me just see what it's about. As long as I feel like it's a safe vibe or whatever, I'm like, let me just go check it out. Yeah, you're not gonna go to like a warehouse or something and just <laughs> well, like, you know. <laughs> you have an agent. I went to Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> Do you book all your own stuff or you have an agent? I, have, or? I was booking myself for a long time, but I do have a manager now. And it, it probably took a lot of that stress off of you, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like booking your own shit and then having to show up and then, Remember. you know, negotiating. You're probably negotiating your own stuff, stuff too. Yeah. I was doing that for... Maybe up two to three years. And then How does someone meet an agent? I'm just asking all these questions because yeah. I don't know anyone that has you an agent. Look, you you know? can look up agencies and you can email them. I got my agent because she was representing people that I already knew. And I had met her just in passing. And then it wasn't until years later that she saw that I was growing. And she was like, oh, she was like, hey, let's have a this is going to be a bank account exactly. very soon. But she's really cute. Like my manager, we get along. And she, you guys vibe. Yeah, she's cool. She lives, she's out in L.A., very L.A. vibes. She kind of looks like Kim. Yeah. Oh, she looks like Kim Kardashian. I feel like a lot of people look like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I feel like half of LA looks like Kim Kardashian. They might have gone to the same doctor. Yeah. 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 
No, no, no shade, because I, I think that that's a very uh, good appearance, you know? Yeah. But, I, like, you catch me in L.A. for long enough, I'm going to look like Kim Kardashian, Yo, you know? He's going to get the TikTok jaw all of a sudden. <laughs> no, nah, I'll never get rid of my square jaw. No, nah, I mean, him. Double chin can go, though. But. Yeah, word. <laughs> me too. I, I run a lot, and I can't get rid of my double chin, but I found out this exercise that you what could do. Now you could put a barbell in your in your mouth and just like do one of these, you know, and barbell. Yeah, not a real exercise. I can show you a video of my fraternity brother. Um, took like a sock with a dumbbell and it's just him going. <laughs> he, he's like he basically like crazy person. Yeah, but you you, you, you got a brolic jaw for that. You know, you, no. if you drive, you could do that with. Yo, TRX, fuck that. But if you're, if you're flexible enough, you can take the passenger seat belt and do it on the other side, you know? To explain to the people that are only listening to the audio, okay. she's basically she's basically grabbing the seatbelt with her mouth and, yeah. and, and, and doing some sort of exercise. Yeah, pulling it down from the top of the seatbelt. So that's like where it meets your stomach. That is, that is a, a life hack right there. I love that. I love that. So did, did you get really, the pandemic is done. Yeah. And and honestly, I'm tired of talking about it. I know. But I do feel confirmed over. Yeah, confirmed over. You heard it here first. Oh, Delta. <laughs> <laughs> no, Delta seems to be fucking up some people though. I, I don't know. I, I don't watch line? the I don't watch the news, but every time I see the news, it scares the shit out of yeah, me. So I turn it off. Sensationalizing. Yeah. In order to convince all these other people to get vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. Which I which is good. It's much more contagious, but it's not as deadly. I heard, deadly. It's, I heard it's both deadly and contagious, but you know. Yeah, we we all hear different things though, you know. But what what were you doing to get yourself back into the swing of things, in a sense? Did you do anything that is yeah. another life hack, like the seatbelt trick that you just showed us? Um, uh, yes. And I think this is on brand with the podcast. I got into a routine. So like when COVID hit, I wasn't, you know, I, I was doing a lot of different shit, but I was still like, if I wasn't doing another project, I would always go back to Vice and I was working permanent. So it's basically free, freelance without a real contract, but mm. I would still be there Monday through Friday. And before the pandemic, my fucking schedule was crazy. Like, now that I think about it, I don't know how I did all the things that I did. Like, yeah. I lived in Washington Heights, had to commute on the train to Williamsburg, hour and a half to get there. Worked about eight hours, hour and a half to get home, you know. And then I would somehow sometimes still make my own content. Yeah. Go and do a show and do a stand-up or an open mic or whatever. And sometimes work out. Like What is that, like a 14-hour day? I was doing, like, 16-hour day. So... Oh. You know, everything slowed down during the pandemic and I had an issue in the very few like weeks of the pandemic that I was like, I can't sleep. There were mm. like, days that I was falling asleep at nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, because and then I kind of put two and two together. My body was so used to always getting up and going like I would leave my house at eight o'clock in the morning. Really? Get back till maybe 11 or 12 at night. Like I was. Always That's insane. And I had a big ass book bag, big ass laptop, all that shit. So so did you say that it was it was kind of needed? 
at I the time. I needed a break. I I definitely felt like I needed a break. I felt not like I not a year break, break though. But not of, <laughs> over a year. I felt like I was burning the candle at both ends because I've always worked really hard, but I like to party. So right, like, I was right, always right, just right, like right. in Doha. I wanted doing to doing everything. Yeah. yeah. So the pandemic really slowed me down, but because I had all this energy that I wasn't used to having, I wasn't sleeping. Oh, so you so you developed insomnia yes. or like like sleeping bad. at like 3 a.m. or not sleeping at all throughout at the night? At all. Like oh, two wow. days no sleep. Like I remember there were days it would be nine o'clock in the morning and I would not even a crier. I was crying because I couldn't go to sleep. Yeah. Really yeah, yeah. You um, felt a little delusional, like delirious, yeah, I would say, and right? I was like, what the fuck is me? I was delirious. I couldn't sleep. And then like if I then I was like drinking. I mean, listen, I'm being completely frank here. Like I no, it's drinking great. a lot. And because I was bored and not doing anything, I was drinking a lot. Drinking Everyone, uh, you know, I read a stat today that ninety thousand people um, have developed like, alcoholism. Like, <laughs> no, like like last year died of overdose. Oh. Like, like I don't I don't know if it's a, a true fact, but I, I definitely saw it on one of those news articles that it that looked pretty like legit because of the whole fentanyl shit and, and yeah, shit yeah. So so I I just think that. You know, it's nothing to look down upon. Like I was definitely drinking a little more during the pandemic just because you get a little bored. Yeah, I was bored. There was nothing to do. I didn't have anything to do the next day. So who cared if I was hungover? And to me, it was almost self-medication because I was like, well, if I drink this bottle of wine, I'm going to pass out. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll get some sleep tonight. So, you know, I had to really kind of change my life and... Because I was drinking a lot, eating a lot, and I'm moving a lot, I gained a lot of weight. I went up to 180 pounds. I'm six foot, so it's not. It wasn't that crazy. No, it's not that crazy. Yeah. Like you're, you're pretty tall. You're taller than me. I'm six so, foot. I'm big. Yeah. I'm, big. I'm five. I'm five ten and a half. But you know, <laughs> I'm, I, I still got a couple of inches low on you. But so, so what was your first course of action? My like first what? course of action was to lose the weight because I felt okay. like it gave me something to do just to move my body and yeah. to exert some energy. So I started exercising, but then I started to um, do a morning routine. So I would wake up. I always have coffee. I would do like a quick little like prayer or manifest That's you know, a cliche according. Yeah. 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 I do journal. Like I would take a notebook and I would journal. So that's a great way to kind of clear your head too. Absolutely. Like there's this book by, um, I think her name is Julia Cameron. Yeah. Julia Cameron. It's called the artist way. And one Mm -hmm. of the things that she, um, talks about is, uh, morning pages. As soon as you yeah. wake up, your morning, your head is clear. Go and start writing something, whatever it is. And eventually, the more you write, the more the more yeah, the more things are gonna kind of like enact themselves in a sense, right? Exactly. So I started to write, um, and I would then go work out, and I would always have like between that, I would make myself like a celery juice, have a good breakfast, and start and get active. And I would finish that by maybe like 12 or 1 p.m. I was done with what? Like 12 o'clock, I was done with all of that. And wow. it would give me just like a, a clear mind to do anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's pretty, first of all, pretty impressive. But it's also kind of needed for a reset, you know? Yeah. And I think that like I was so, I've been working since I was 14. So I've always had a routine and a schedule given to me. Yeah. I had, no. <laughs> kind of, but in my situation, it was not. Um, but I really had to learn how to give myself a schedule and myself a routine because if I would just be up all night and sleep all day, then my shit was all out of whack. Like being, being your own boss in a sense. Yeah. Discipline. 
equals freedom, right? Mm. I had to discipline my The new Tony Robbins. There you go. <laughs> discipline equals freedom. So I was like, all right, I gotta stop fucking drinking because maybe I have a problem, but then it didn't. Took like a month off. I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, sometimes you go through little stints that you're like, oh, do, yeah, like w- what's going on in life? Like I, I kind of <laughs> feel a little bit as, as Chris pours, yeah. As Chris pours more into her wine glass, but uh, you know he's definitely a enabler. But <laughs> says you, yeah, we're we're, we're all we're, we're all devil on my shoulder. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's just nice to see that you were able to bounce back and kind of get a reset and kind of in 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 your own way know that you were keeping yourself sane. Yeah, I have so, to put myself in check. Like yeah. I think that that's a revolt, you know, like a very common story throughout this pandemic. There's a lot of people that were either able to turn it around and kind of make things work for them, or there there were a lot of people that were less fortunate and mm-hmm. and didn't have, you know, the the fortitude to kind of figure it out, or you know, the bad circumstances kind of happen all at the same time. Yeah, it was tough so. for a lot of people and. For so long, I was like, anything go- I mean, you know, I'm lucky because I, I didn't get that affected when it came to my like, loved ones. Or- yeah, like with family, right? And I was like, I'm good because a lot of people were talking about depression and anxiety. I was like, I'm good. But then I was sleeping. And yeah, sleeping, yeah. And I'm like, wait, I'm not good. I'm not yeah. as good as I thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm not good. We're good. We need Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely does help with anxiety and all that stuff. So. I think that any way that you can naturally medicate yourself, why not? You know, naturally, naturally. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I, I definitely think it, like a lot of things that you said about you know having that kind of schedule that you kind of place yourself in, and you're able to like reset in the sense of like giving yourself a spiritual awakening. That that could be a thing that yeah. you know. Oh, meditation! I don't do it every day. I'm, like and. It, it's pretty tough for most people. It's hard, yeah. It's not easy to meditate every day, but I, w- I started to meditate and it got to a point that I was like, this is stupid, but then... <laughs> you use one of the apps? Or? Yeah, I use Calm. Calm, okay. Calm, calm is... Yeah, calm, sponsored pod. <laughs> calm, <laughs> calm is one of those things... space out here, but Calm will take uh, com- competing bids. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just feel like Calm was giving everyone a subscription for free and I'm one of those people, you try to give me shit for free, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm actually, I don't need it. Amex gave you calm. I got Amex. And then uh, Headspace. If you could prove that you were furloughed during the pandemic, you got a year for free. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, so. got, I never used it. Uh, my sister yelled I, me a lot. I, yeah, I think I tried the Headspace, and that was not about it. That I, I like. I like the options that calm gives. Fair. I've tried neither, so I can't speak on either. Okay. <laughs> I've had both and used neither. So. Got it. Oh, great. Yeah, but over here. But I, I'm I'm just trying to figure out what else would be a. Uh, a life hack that you do, but I, I think that you've given a lot of gems throughout this interview. So your yeah. vice interviews on the street, mm-hmm. is that, I've only seen a few of them on the internet. Um, is that very much like you kind of scout out who you're going to approach? Yeah. Is, so you kind of like, I, the person you're like, you're the one, or it's kind of just random. Let me just go. Well, because it's on the street and most people are on the go, it is pretty quick. So like, you just have to make, make a decision. decision. That's the person. Yeah. yeah. And I just let my DP, like my camera guy, I'm like, just keep rolling. Because the best things happen when you're not trying yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, I've watched yeah. a lot of like Billy on the street type stuff. Yeah. And he's really good at like getting those people to be like, hi. Yeah. And, he has- this? and they're like, what? Exactly. 
But I, I think I messed up. I think I want to do a couple more because I'm I'm not with Fias anymore. But like, I have a really good relationship with everybody there. So, so I'm like, I have a couple ideas. I think I'm gonna get some done cool. this summer. But um, and you ship my life in there, it's better. Right? Yeah. <laughs> was there ever anything that was like really awkward or kind of dangerous that that like going up to a certain person that was really sketchy? I've been. Oh. That's mad sketchy people. No, crazy, <laughs> crazy awkward. But there was like one guy, I guess he was like kind of like not in retrospect, maybe they were right and I was wrong. My 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 team, my producer and shit. Cause there was this guy who was like, I don't know what the fuck he was on. He was on something. <laughs> he was rolling on the floor and I was like, how do you feel about whatever the fuck you're talking about? <laughs> but they didn't put it in the cut because I think it was like making fun of people with disabilities. But he didn't have disabilities. Well, nah, he, he was just, he was, he, probably, was, he was probably, he was probably zonked on something, right? He was right? definitely, he was like, yeah, everything's great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was good footage, right? Yeah, but they didn't add it in. I guess it's to be like sensitive. So, Vice though, it's in the name. Yeah, but it's changed a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely gotten a lot bigger and I know, stuff. Right? It's so. not even a vice anymore. I never even yeah. thought about the fact that the name is like yeah. yeah. It's all about your vices, yeah? Yeah, yeah I, I, I always wanted... She kind of did that show when she worked at Levi's, too. I used to and just I, walk up to everyone. Yeah, like, she used to be like, hey, what's your size? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it would get a little weird because we had to take them to the fitter room. Yeah. And then we had to wait for them. I hated And we would, like, be, like, next to the fitter room, like, how does it fit? And they would be, like, sometimes they would be, like, having sex. Like, yeah. do you, would you remember all these things? And there was one time that I pulled a pair of pants out, and there was something on the pants that was so dumb before. I was like, <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> and it was straight up cum, bro. Like, it was straight up nut. Yeah. Jeans. Well, that's... And I scratched it. Oh, it's That's a scratch and stiff right yeah. there. <laughs> That's why you were able to survive the pandemic, though, because you've been you've been Eight doing yeah, you've been doing sketchy shit yeah, your entire all the life. Me. Damn, I thought my I had bad stories. Like, I, obviously, I was fitting suits in my retail job. So you like bend down and get the hem for the person. Oh. Looking up at the sky, <laughs> he farted in my face. <laughs> no. he, he pretends like nothing happened either. I'm looking at him like you're not even gonna say sorry, what, bro. What, <laughs> In all due respect, what would you say? Would you say sorry? I mean, but honestly, I've never let that happen. Gosh, if that even happened, I'd be like, yo, bro, I'm sorry. You gotta wait a minute. So give my pants like five. Give it five. Clear it out. You gotta lose. Nah, but you gotta think about it. What if he ate. I can't even pin these pants. That's pretty gross. What if he ate broccoli, though? Like, there's certain food groups that you can't control. The gas that comes out of you. you. Gotta say sorry. I'm not. Right. I'm not saying from my like personal no, no. experience. Can't pretend like it's someone else, bro. Yeah, I'm literally pinning your pants. It's got to be you. This is us, bro. This is taking a, a crazy turn of events, but that that's kind of what you got to deal with when when you're you know in these streets or in this fit room or when well, I you. Thought that story was going to be the precipice, and we got scratch and stuff come over. Story like here. It's fine. <laughs> So, so was that after the fact or the what? The scratch is it was after the fact. Well, it was I mean, days to be there. This was like, remember the, the it was a 505 wall. Five oh, the, 505, five yeah. The, the straight legs. Yeah. So they were like, you back. know, it was yeah. some like older men. <laughs> 
who jerked off in the living room. You think and so? Why would it? What happened? Yeah, yeah. What happened? I guess, I guess you're right. And they're 505s and they were like that dark blue that had like no like distressed on the like they were yeah, just like yeah, too yeah. dad like and then oh, dad jean yeah, yeah they were like a very good old dad it's a 501 it was cool to wear them yeah yeah exactly it wasn't cool yet so um i, I just i didn't realize and i was like what is this and i think remember the girl christina yeah yeah yeah. christina with the long hair yeah she's like girl that's nuts <laughs> <Let's go." laughs> like, ah! <laughs> through the jean and the oh, that's that's God. really that's really great I think, I mean, you know, other than that, I feel like, I feel like we're pretty good, but yeah. Is there, is there anything, is there anything you want to plug or anything that you're really, you know, working on or um, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, D nasty. It's D E E dot nasty. You could see my D on the street with vice. I have a whole bunch of videos on their YouTube and on their website. Um, the Lomillo on HBO Max. And I have a few things coming out. I can't say what they are, but they're super exciting and you'll know in the fall. And a beautiful cameo on Blue Bloods. Oh, I forgot yeah. a cameo on Blue Bloods. I was PM Torido. <laughs> PM I Torido. may or may not have killed my ex-boyfriend. She's on IMDb. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, th- thank you for coming on the Buyers Club. We really pre- appreciate having you. It's been an Thanks, absolute guys. pleasure. We thank you, thank it. you. Congrats on everything. Thank you. Hopefully. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter at the Buyers Club Pod. I hope you guys really enjoyed the episode. We're happy to have you here. Ella está casi, casi soltera. Un corillo de bandolera. Quieren perreo la noche entera. Sin cojones le tienen si se enteran. Porque está casi, casi soltera. Un corillo de bandolera. Quieren perreo la noche entera. Sin cojones le tienen si se enteran. Yeah, yo la vi desde afuera. Tiene como a 20 en la y te espera. Sale pa' la calle y coge en la acera El jebo peleando y esa no era Un bellaqueo clandestino Yo le meto como un submarino Loca con los cacos, pero que se afinó Chingo con el gato, pero no se vino Tranquila que yo te resuelvo Me gusta pero no me envuelvo Dame eso yo te lo devuelvo eh, eh, eh. Es una bichillar, le gusta montarse en los benches y chillar. Se pasa pichando, pero la voy a pillar. Ya son las 10 y se empezó a maquillar. Hoy se puso traje, hoy se va a guillar. La otra mordida no la deja brillar. Una asesina lo manda con perreo. No sé cómo todavía no salía en un video. Ella está casi, casi soltera. Un corillo de bandolera. Quieren perreo la noche entera. Cinco jones le tienen si se enteran. Casi, casi soltera Un corillo de bandolera Quieren perreo la noche entera Sin cojones le tienen si se enteran En la suya con N-O-T-A Y T-R-O-P-A Yo sé que se va No quiero ni yo ni ese ojea Casi soltera, no quiero estar la amarrada En la suya con N-O-T-A Y T-R-O-P-A Yo sé que se va No quiero ni yo ni ese ojea si soltera, no quiere estar la marra. Yo sé que lo que quiere es el descifrar. Se te ha bien, bien masterizado. Terminarle la cama amarra. Como media vida, media asfixia y la piel eriza. Envicia, yonki, sexy mami, desquicia. De mala la actitud. Bandolera, puedo captar su mood. I'm like, tranquilo, I know you want it. 